0: Hey, how are you guys doing? Welcome back. It's Tales from the Tap Shack. This is episode two. I uh, just wanted to say thanks to everybody that reached out and checked out my interview with Lauren. Um, I'll be really honest; I wasn't expecting that kind of response. Uh, you know, you don't really think something you like manically put together at like 10 in the morning, and you know, by the end of the day, have it ready, and you know, people are gonna like listen to it, and it's gonna come out the way it did. So. I thought that's awesome and you know i kind of had to go through and see all right like who else do i know that is super interesting and you know not just a tattooer but you know someone that like has shaped my career someone you know who isn't just my co-worker but a really good friend so today i got my really awesome amazing fucking bud from here at euphoria tattoos i got nathan barnes what's up man how's it going guys man uh so dude first of all thank you for you know doing this with me yeah my pleasure you got uh i know you got a lot going on man you got two kids Mm you got a wife oh yeah you got linus Uh uh-huh you got a lot going on yeah buddy so we're gonna get right into it so man so a couple things so like what was your first experience with tattooing uh i want to say probably
1: my uncle my uncle john had some navy tattoos from like the 50s um you know, and I think that my first exposure to seeing people in 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 real life with tattoos was was him. Um, you know, and that was like you know happening while you know my family was teaching me that tattoos were bad. Oh know? wow! <laughs> yeah. So, so
0: yeah, this simultaneous like yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with Uncle John? If this, I mean, he's a is piece he of bad? Shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah a, how do you quantify that? Like, yeah. how do you say, yeah, he's a good guy, but
1: yeah, really early on, there was a lot of uh, you know that cognitive dissonance that is required of right. a person to, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, absolve one person of something while living a, a pure lifestyle. you Sure. Know? Um, but I always thought, you know, I was really fixated on, on, on it. You know, I, I, you know, I think they probably saw me constantly, you know, trying to check out this like Eagle tat on his arm. And, oh, it's so tight. And, uh, I was probably like five or six. He gave me like a little rubber stamp set. You know, there's like a little turtle and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I started like sticking them on me. You yeah. Know? So really, I think my first like, uh, like desire to have tattoos was from then you know yeah, and, yeah. I, and i definitely knew then that you know at some point th- i would just need them to forgive me for yeah. it,
0: you know? <laughs> so you knew early on like i'm about to piss my family off so <laughs> for
1: sure like i i don't it, it certainly hadn't like dawned on me that i would want to do tattoos at that time but yeah. this idea of having them was just i was just so stoked on it yeah. I mean, there was like years that would go by where i'd have something in that same spot on my forearm you know and yeah. he was he was absolutely the catalyst to that for right. sure
0: damn that's awesome rest, and so rest in peace, Uncle John. Rest in peace, Uncle John. Thank you for the influence. Um, I think you know what 's crazy too is like maybe you know to anyone that doesn 't know you because you know uh, I was honestly surprised at the reach the interview uh, with Lauren had, mm-hmm. and I think something I kind of missed out on there was some background. so as I ask you questions stuff i 'll probably interject with some tidbits about you that I know that sure. are pertinent, so I think something people need to understand uh you know nate has been he's been having this amazing career right like if you don't know nate check him out it's at nate barnes tattooer on instagram um pause the podcast check him out be amazed and then when you get back to it you'll understand why nate's kind of a a one in a million person because you know tattooing is so weird there's so many ways to get into it and nate kind of proves that you know when there's a will, there's a way. And that's, you know, that's kind of important because, you know, sometimes like when an opportunity isn't there, you kind of have to make it. And, you know, also me and him share a lot of similarities and huge differences too, because Nate early on knew this is what he wanted me, you know, it came later in life, but when I knew it's what I wanted, you know, it was the same thing. I had to create opportunities uh, so sometimes you 'll hear some stuff in here where you know if you 're thinking about an apprenticeship if you 're thinking about getting into it, you know maybe getting a kit from the internet isn 't the way to do it, so I wanted to pre preface it because we are going to get into some stuff yeah for sure and you know neither of us really condone scratching you know tattooing your friends out of your house, but yeah. I think we both exist on in the realistic aspect that yo we, I know we both know people that are yeah. you know just hacking away at each other at for home sure. and. We, neither of us are stoked on it but you know we're what what can we do yeah you know?
1: yeah yeah i think you know like a, if i if i could have had like a crystal ball back then and and also had you know if i'd had access to the internet when i was in my teens and right. if i'd had some way to understand like the cultural uh entity that is tattooing in the west you know i think that uh my my trajectory would have been a lot different um you know, but, grow, you know, growing up where I grew up, you know, like, I, I, I have a lot of little mental ways to try to, like, uh, uh you know, absolve myself of, of the sins that I've committed with tattooing. <laughs> the tat sins. Yeah, early on, you know, I had a... Forgive us, Dave Navarro. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of those fucking guys. Uh, I, yeah, I made a lot of awful mistakes, you know, and I live with a lot of guilt. I, I, I love where I'm at in my life. I, you know, I know that if I'd taken any one step differently you know who knows where i would be at now um but i i don't i don't know i you know i can't i can't make it sound like my uh my uh industriousness and and my work ethic are the reason that i'm i'm here alone you know i'm probably the luckiest tattooer i've ever met i've had people give me chances when i definitely you know hadn't at least i had not proven that i deserved those chances right um you know but
0: and, yeah and I, we'll get into that too and, and actually you know let's let's get to the you know again this is a a turbulent history this isn't yeah. just i went to a shop and i got offered an apprenticeship right. like so to set the stage you know you're, you're you're looking at the 90s right yeah uh and so i know i can speak from my experience because we're about the same age you don't have internet access, right? So you really don't even know about tattooing. Like, you know you just want them. Right. I know we had similar experiences getting them, and I know I got mine out of the house because I just thought that's what you did. Right. And so let's go – I mean, as early as when you had – like, when did you decide, you know what? I'm going to get something. Like, what triggered you to, like, go, you know what? I'm going to get a machine by hook or by crook. I'm going to do this. So my,
1: so the first like, – like, the earliest experiments with me trying to make a, a permanent mark in skin – uh, were in middle school and I had seen uh, like a, a, probably like a national geographic documentary or, or something along those lines about uh, Tomoko. And I had this idea that like, I just got to, I just got stabbed fucking ink in there. You know? <laughs> yeah, so which I was true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would sit there in uh in English class. I had a teacher that was just cool as shit. And, yeah. and she just, she understood that I was on the fringes of normal, right and she she saw that i was not like a threat to her stability so she really let me just get through that grade with d's
0: right just just, live and let live yeah leave Leave. me in my
1: corner i'm gonna explore all this dark shit on my own yeah he's got his cold chamber shirt on and the spikes (laughs) like i don't know if i had a cold chamber shirt yet but i definitely had you know (laughs) probably less cool shit going on than that and that's you know any any, i digress but uh yeah i remember in in uh in seventh taking, like, a safety pin and, and sticking it through, like, the tip of my finger and then putting uh, just Bic mm-hmm. pen ink on it oh, and shit. then just <laughs> fucking myself in the finger with this needle, you know, back and forth. and it, Just and, finger and, blasting yeah, that finger. And dude. it hurt, like, fuck, but I was just excited about it. You yeah, know, and, you're like, uh, I'm making a permanent yeah, mark. So I did yeah. these, like, you know, lines on each of my, my fingertips. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, they would stick for a while. Uh, you know, I didn't know anything about...
0: I'm the next Horiyoshi, bro you know, i'm yeah. doing this what, you
1: know what what yeah. what what is my you know how deep am i what do i do right. you know, I yeah, I have no there's idea. no cage yeah and uh you know so that 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 got my you know fix at that time and uh you know and then you know a year or two later each each time I get more bald and and more just uh headstrong and, yeah uh you know i i you know i i distinctly remember doing almost the same thing, but on the top of my hand a mm. year later. And it got infected as fuck. It was so bad. I didn't know what to do. I was still hiding all of these things about my life from my parents and my, you know, you know, my, uh, the people at my church and that kind of thing. Right.
0: Because, you know, Nate grew up really Catholic. We also have that in common. So, like, you know, we have this similar history of we're into this, like, alternative stuff. Like, and, you know, given the circumstances and the time, the heaviest music available to us was, like, new metal. Yeah. So as we're growing into our teens, you know... Tattoos are taboo, Dyeing your hair is taboo. Yeah, yeah. And in even the context of society, like you got like, you know, uh we weirdly enough, you know, obviously like you growing up like, you know, you're straight, but you're getting gay bashed yeah, for like for sure. having and you know, I remember going yeah. through that too. You know, I had you know, you a rocker fool? Damn, that's gay. And you're just yeah, like, man. uh, what? <laughs> like, it's a corn shirt, bro. Yeah, that was, like, such a constant thing in my
1: life that after a while I was just numb to it, you know? Right. But, and then and you don't you want your
0: parents whooping your ass because sure. they're finding out, you know, they're. I remember sons. hearing that
1: same shit from, the, from well, especially my dad. I, you know, I think my mom would never, you know, I don't think she would have gone there. But I definitely remember hearing that from my dad yeah. you know, towards me and my brother, you know? Like, right. it was, uh, you know, he, he, he clearly struggled with... uh some perceived sense of masculinity. Right. And expected us to meet him there and right. we, we
0: were following this of, binary line. Yeah, yeah, we were
1: on a very different path. You know? Already, yeah. You I know?
0: mean you were fucking blasting your fingers, trying to You yeah. were trying to make a mark. Absolutely. So alright, so you're testing it on your arm, you got an infection. Now yeah. you're hiding this Oh yeah, super yeah, I don't catholic know family do, i'm about to
1: like i'm about to like have a moment where i'm like you gotta take me to the hospital I, you know i think <laughs> shit, that i'm gonna lose yeah. my fucking hand you right. know and uh, I oh, ended up, shit. yeah i got ballsy and i i put i like put bleach on my hand oh, and oh, then fuck. i had a rust brush yeah. that had been used for fucking rust right <laughs> and I, I i scrubbed the bleach in the wound with the rust brush and uh God damn it, man. It worked. Holy shit. <laughs> Here I am. I got two two mitts to just, tat with. Just for the record, bro, neither of us are medical professionals. I don't Fuck suggest... No. Don't do that. If you yes, infected yeah, your like, arm, dude... Please go to a hospital. Like yeah. You're not qualified to, to make the call. You need to talk <laughs> yeah. to a professional that is...
0: All right. So you recovered. You got both yeah. mitts. Obviously, you were scared. Oh, yeah. So... What was the next move? What was the next attempt to tattoo?
1: Well, so like any time there was something on TV that it had anything to do with tattooing, I was glued to it. Sure. I, re- I remember seeing—I uh, can't even remember what it was, but it, it had something to do with like Chicano tattoo culture, you know, and and how it would be uh, sometimes um, adjacent to uh, criminality or right. or uh, prison, you know. Sure. Um, and those were some of the first. Uh, Tattoos that I saw that had an aesthetic that I was really uh, just like pumped up by, you know, just like this kind of like freaked old English, huge letters with like shading, uh, you know, spider webs, that kind of thing. And I I was just addicted to it. And I remember just why it
0: blows my mind. Can see in your work now, you can see that influence, even like uh, even the way you like draw women, like your letter styling. Like I can see why people would be like, oh, man, this dude must have done like a stint in L.A. for a bit. But it's like. Dude, you're in Crawfordville, Florida, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just
1: chasing that. Yeah. You know, I I had seen something on TV where a guy was using like a piece of glass to to stick and poke, uh, you know, like somebody's set or you know right, on, right. on a guy's arm. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was just like, fuck! I just got to do that. Yeah, you know? I just need some glass. Dude. Give me something sharp, and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, I think he used uh, cigarette ash to make the ink. And yeah. I I didn't. I hadn't even. I wasn't even a smoker at all. I was right. trying to find where I could get cigarette ash to try to make. Make this, yeah. you know, and uh, I did that shit, and uh, you know it didn't it didn't look good. I put too much water in, so I yeah. basically made super thin gray wash, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I was bleeding Half like one fuck, drop. you know. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, and uh, yeah, I did that on my wrist, and uh, thank Christ I didn't bleed out. You know? oh, for real, yeah, lucky me. And uh, yeah, I was probably thirteen or
0: fourteen at that time. Cool. So now we're now we're in the teens. Yeah, like
1: eighth grade, ninth grade era, uh, you know, around that.
0: So I'm curious, how did you get like your first machine? So the
1: okay, so the first like. Uh, mechanical tattoo like the, the first time I was using something that didn't, didn't involve like wrist action to, <laughs> right, to did, do it, right? Um, I went to uh, a kid I was in uh in science class with, uh, that I used to sell my brother some stuff. I, you know, I won't yeah. say too much, but uh, yeah, he pulled me aside. I didn't know the guy at all, he had just moved to Wakala from like DC. You know, this right. guy's so. You know street you know right, and, right. and this is like He's a, a hick town you know yeah yeah and uh you know so and at this point i'm already so in my zone that I, i'm not really comfortable trying to meet new people yeah. or like break the ice with anybody sure but i knew that him and my brother had this uh business relationship sure. Uh, but one day, he, he makes a beeline for me in science class. And it's the first time we've ever even spoken, yeah. you know. Oh, shit. And he goes, yo, Nate, man, uh, you like doing tats. And I was like, well, I, I want to do tats, but, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't really, I have no idea yeah. how to do this. You know, I was pretty honest back then. Yeah. I don't know if I was, like, secure enough to say, like, you should not fuck with me because I have no idea how to do right. this. Right. Um, But anyway, so, you know, one thing leads to another, and he's like, you know, man, I I can give you a machine if you tattoo me with it. Oh, shit. So I'm thinking this is something that, like, you know, maybe in a month or a year, when we're adults, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool, man, that sounds rad. And he goes, all right, cool. And he pulls a, a sock out of his pocket. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, he's about to hit me with a, you know, with <laughs> he's a. He's got a mad ball, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's about to, I'm about to, he, my brother must owe this kind of money or news. something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulls this thing out of his pocket, and uh, I'm like, oh, shit. And then he dumps it into his hand, and it's uh, it's like a nine-volt battery and like a melted toothbrush handle and yeah. a, a tape deck motor. Oh, uh, he's got a rotary. <laughs> he has a, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. so he had a prison rig that yeah. I guess he made. Yeah. Um, he's like. And he had a little, uh, you remember film canisters? Yeah, yeah. He had a film canister full of who knows what. Right, it was, you know, it looked black. Right, just black. I yeah, I don't know if he was like ringing out sharpies or what. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, he's like, "Here it is, man. Let's do it." And I'm like, <laughs> "Here's my rig." I'm like, "We're in fucking science class. There. Yeah. We'll call it high." You know, like, uh, anyways. So I'm like, "Oh man, uh, I don't know if I'm ready." He's like, "Yeah, you're ready." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, "Well, what do you want me to do?" And he's like, "I want you to do my girlfriend's name on my arm." And Hell like, yeah! I've never written Smart moves cursive. Out the game. Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I've never written a cursive in my life. You know, and yeah, I'm you like, left
0: that shit in third grade.
1: And if I recall, she had like her first letter was a T. Yeah, uh, you know. And I remember thinking like, what the hell does a T look like in cursive? <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, I'll just write it in lowercase and try to make it fancy. But then he rolls up his his sleeve and he had Crayola markered it on his oh, arm. Hell yeah, big as shit. It's like eight inches long. Oh you know? shit. And he's like, it's ready, man. You just got to run it. You know, something yeah. you know, something to that effect. And just run uh, the ink, bro. And I'm thinking like, how are we gonna get away with this? And then it's movie day in yeah. science class, you know? Of course. And, uh, so he's like, no, nah, man, we'll just do it by the window. So we're literally sitting by the back window in science class, and he's, like, parting the blind. So there's this, like, ray of light oh. l- <laughs> landing so on his arm. So you got your troll lamp. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing cursive that he hand-drew. Yeah.
0: That he freestyled.
1: Uh, and it, for me, it's upside down, you yeah. know? And I'm I've never held a fucking machine in my life yeah. of any kind, you know? <laughs> And I'm just doing it. And I I think I did it in like 10 minutes. You know, I was yeah, just yeah. so freaked out. I just nailed I just with it. Let's fucking do this, bro. What? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Just like cruise through it. It looked <laughs> not good. I'm really fortunate that it was like you know. As thin and light as it was, right. You know, and uh, you know, and he had set it up, you know. So mm. it wasn't like you know, like the throw was probably not what it needed to be. Or, yeah, who stuff. even knows?
0: Yeah, but yeah. I
1: do the whole thing, and he just like he doesn't wipe it off or anything. He just like rolls his sleeve down. He's like, yeah. "All right, man, you know, enjoy your your enjoy machine, your tech gap, yeah. dude." You so, did it. You're so official. I went, yeah. So I went <laughs> home with this contaminated prison rig, you yeah. know. And I'm like, "How am I gonna use this?" You know. And of course, I still had this canister of ink, and I don't know what the hell to do with that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I mean,
0: realizing that you can't use it.
1: No, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, I, I like part of me understood, like, oh, I should probably like clean this. Right, you know? like, how do I like clean the scene. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, how am I gonna clean this like needle and this like bic pen tube that <laughs> yeah. is the tube for the needle? You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then this guy I was working with at Pizza I was like, oh man, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta get all new stuff on there. You can't, you can't do anything with that. Damn. This guy named Dave Barbucci, who uh, I guess he maybe did time. I don't know.
0: But he had a clue. He had
1: he had a clue, and I had a few people in my life. You know, there was there was always this like back current of like, oh, I, I have a friend that's in prison, or like my dad right. went to jail, or like right, my right. uncle did time. Um, these are some pointers. My girlfriend at the time, her dad was in prison. You know, right. So and he was a tattooer, but in prison. Right, right. He had right. only ever been in prison, so that was yeah, that was it. Me. Yeah, he was like writing me letters about like tips and pointers. Oh and wow. Shit. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, so Barbucci took this prison rig that uh I don't think it's weird to say Derek. Derek was uh, the guy. Yeah, I don't know. I Sweet don't, Derek. I don't. I don't know if I know his last name. D.C. But Derek. D.C. Derek. There we go. Uh, <laughs> he takes this. Barbucci takes this thing that that Derek built, and he made it better, but not. It wasn't good, but it was right. Better. Better. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he had shown me how to do make needles with guitar strings. And, uh, that night I did a crimson ghost on his calf really big that that he penned on his own calf for me, you know, and I was like, oh shit, you know, what do I do with this? And he was like, yo, you don't even have to use a battery. You can just go into the wall. So he took a lamp cable. And like, hardwired the lamp cable oh, shit, to dude. the tape deck motor. So, he it's, just, that shit. it's just flying, it's so it's running so fast. Yeah, it's like, Burr. yeah, and he's like, you gotta go fast. And I was like, oh shit, all right. <laughs> yeah. So, I did this whole Crimson Ghost on his calf, and I mean, I you know, I was freaked out, he was bleeding super bad. You know, yeah, it was yeah. a guitar string needle, yeah, know. it's uh, super tight, but uh, honestly, it turned out not. I mean, I'm, you know,
0: right, right. In the context of what's going on. Wasn't that bad. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know, there was worse tattoos happening at that time for sure. Oh my God. That's amazing. And you know, what's funny. Like now being on this end of it, I can only imagine like the only really home tattooing I experienced, like I did this backwards, right? Like I got my apprenticeship, you know, here and like I started busting my ass. My first year, I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to tattoo at my homies' houses when I went to California, Mm. because no one wants a guest spot from a one-year guy that, like, is blowing lines out. So I was like, Fuck it, I'll go to my friend's house. There you go, yeah. And, you know, even being technically a tattooer, I was freaking out at so much shit, like... Yeah, yeah, So... It's,
1: it's we, weird being out of your element. It and is, it Period, is. you know, uh, lighting, you know, like, even, yeah.
0: you know, just... <laughs> I couldn't see shit at any of these places. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm just tattooing in the dark you now, cool. Yeah, people are drinking, bumping around me, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, no problem, dude, yeah, just... Hit my elbow while I'm trying to do a perfect circle. That's sick as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck, dude. So alright, you got your fucking crimson ghost out of the way. Yeah,
1: and that was yeah, that was that was probably like the moment that I felt some confidence. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like a pretty messy and I'm not talking shit right now. It yeah, is like a pretty kind of clunky, smudgy looking uh piece of art, you know. Right you can't miss on a crimson ghost you know what i'm saying i'm I'm, you know i probably shouldn't say that but no uh, but it's
0: true though like it's a it's that's why it's one of those things when you're mentoring people or when you're apprenticing it's a good it's a good first it's like black flag bars you know it's 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 got all the basics you you got straight lines like you know solid black but you know if you fuck it up it's punk so it's fine you know (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, it adds to the... If it's a real punk rock dude, like, hell yeah, this looks like shit. You're, like, tight. It's
1: got a rustic uh, appeal. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. An intentional (laughs) duty But,
1: yeah, so I did, um, you know, a handful of tattoos at that time period with that setup.
0: Right, with a DC Derrick machine. Yeah,
1: DC Derrick machine, uh, you know, direct drive rotary, pushing a guitar string needle. Hell yeah. Uh, We figured out that we could uh, buy India ink at that time.
0: Right. So we were using... Damn, that's the next level. Yeah, leveled well, up
1: well a, a girl i went to high school with that would do stick and pokes and honestly she would be like if she was doing that now she'd be literally famous because right. they were i mean like all all bullshit aside they were good you know right. and they like had that aesthetic that people seem to like now it,
0: it's wild there's people even i know where i'm like that's you know i want to talk shit so bad because you know my tat ego but like right. wow you're really you're like nailing this yeah like, yeah, like
1: if the goal is to like achieve a look mm-hmm. and you can approach that with consistency what qualifies me to talk shit about it right you know? yeah Like, who am i <laughs> yeah, yeah um but yeah she was she was she was like why don't you just get india ink you know because i kept I, I had this shit in my head that i had to use cigarette ashes also <laughs> yeah. it was cool you know? yeah yeah and i'm thinking about like my uncle louie who would like we'd go to shoney's and we'd all eat in the smoking section Hell so yeah. he could smoke next to toddlers while we eat yeah uh, rest in peace toddler. uncle louie man I miss him man uh but uh you know so she's like you should just use india ink it's like way darker and i was like okay well let me get some and she gave me a bottle and i ended up you know like you know like one you know like that watercolor yeah yeah. the the fw stuff you know it was like that little tug yeah it's like that you know and we would just like uh put it in like a pepsi lid yeah you know and just tattoo with that and you know at that that point i realized you can't you know you got to chuck that shit out you know yeah 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 or if you're like gonna do shading just put some fucking water in there there you go yeah you got some gray yeah um so uh yeah, she helped me out a lot. Her name is Jordy. Um, Thank you, Jordy. Yeah, success. Much success. Um, but yeah, I did that for a while. And then uh, I don't, you know, I don't think I had like a, a machine in my hand until right around when I turned 18. And and around then was when I started understanding that this like uh, adjacent to prison culture tattooing that I experienced, because, I, I, you know, I didn't do any time. I've never, right. You know, I've been very lucky with that for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I had all these people in my life that had family members or friends that had, you know, right. and they all had these little little tidbits of info to give me. Um, yeah, you're just piecing this together from yeah. everyone's experience. Yeah. But, but, yeah, it became obvious to me that I maybe had made a misstep, you know, but mm-hmm. I didn't really know. I didn't know what to do, you know, like, what do you,
0: Yeah. You know, okay, so I need to. There's no actual shop yeah. in Wakulla at the time. Definitely not. And, no. and, and yeah, that's yeah. another thing. People who are listening might, you know, you might be thinking, bro, just go to the tat shack and see yeah. what's up. And like, you didn't really have that. Like, yeah. like me, I did have that. I grew up, r- uh, you know, right next to like all these shops. So my exposure, uh, you know, was a little, I mean, yeah, I was getting tattooed at houses, but you know, I was still knowing that like, oh, I could just go to this and this shop. So, you know, Nate didn't really have that. Like he just right. has this information, you know what I mean? You got to understand we're in the South, you know, and, and even though like, People think of Florida. They think of palm trees and stuff. Like, we're right by Georgia. Right. So this is the south. Nate's, you know, from St. Pete. Now he's in the backwoods. And, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you've got this drive now. Now you've experienced it. And, you know, and, and that's something any tattooer can relate to. Like, once you pierce flesh, once you finish, no matter how bad it looks, there's that, like, I need to do this again.
1: Yeah, like, I yeah, I was all, I think I, I had it in my head that I would be good at it yeah. before I'd ever... Done anything like Cause that? Cause you were doing art.
0: Yeah, like my whole life
1: was art, yeah. and then not and not like in any like elevated sense, but like you know that was like the one thing. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm good at sports," or "Oh, I'm pretty," or yeah, whatever. Art, like, was art was my one fucking thing. Yeah, you know? I wasn't smart. I you know I didn't have great people skills. You know, I, you know I was uh I was in the corner with that, and that was it. You yeah. Know? And I was uh, very zoomed in. You know, tunnel vision all the time. You know, I was very yeah. and I was also like kind of stuck on my on my approach. You know, like yeah. it was difficult for me to. Uh, think objectively about my you know uh the path that i was on i was right. very just in the moment with that pen and paper just doing what was in front of me and and then unfortunately with doing tattoos um in a in in that early context i, I approached it the same way right and i don't think i I, don't, I was probably 18 or 19 before i'd really figured out that there was uh there was a a, a a right way to do shit and right. i did not fucking do that and right. uh Really right off the bat, I, you know, I think internally, internally I, I, I was kind of uh, at war with myself, like, fuck, man, why didn't I, uh, you know, why didn't I figure it out? Or, like, why didn't I realize that, you know, all of this, like, prison shit in the background, you know, could have been, you know, me doing
0: research somehow right. you know, to find out. Getting uh, you know tattoo references yeah. versus just kind of yeah I'd
1: never like, met anyone with a shop tattoo right before that time period and really through music was my how I how I was finally exposed to that I, I was in a band at that time mm. and, uh, I was working with this guy that he was in a band in Tallahassee. And uh, his singer, Shane, uh, was a tattooer. He's a professional
0: tattooer. Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, cool, man. Like, it's, like, your job. You know, like, that's wild, you know. And uh,
0: Like, whoa, you can pay your bills with this? Yeah. I'm sure that was a foreign concept. Yeah. Well, I also,
1: I had no idea that there was, like, shops like that. Right. Like, I knew that there was one in Tallahassee, but they didn't have a great reputation at that time. Right. Uh, My ex wanted to get her tongue pierced. We went there when we were 18. and. You know it was not a it wasn't a good experience right, you know, yeah at all you know i won't won't go into it sure but, sure but uh needless to say i was like well if that's what ta- if that's what shop tattooing is that uh, maybe i'm maybe i'm not missing out you know? right uh, i can just
0: do this independently and not have to be around people yeah like i don't want
1: to be around people that are on drugs or in gangs or, you know, doing, uh, criminal things and, and tattooing is like only one iota of their approach to living, you know, right. You don't want to be next to bullet and ham bone. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it was, uh, you know, a scary experience. We ended up, uh, you know, kind of, you know, as a couple agreeing that that wasn't, uh, something we were looking into. Yeah.
0: Fuck this. This isn't it. Yeah.
1: And this shop, so Euphoria Tattoos had existed for a couple of years before that, um, but I had no idea. You yeah. Know? Uh, at shop, the time,
0: there was two then. Yeah, it was like yeah, the other place. Yeah, you had, you had Advanced, Euphoria. you had
1: Capital City, and you had Euphoria Tattoos. Right. And Euphoria Tattoos was like probably the least visible, and it was like absolutely not advertised at all. That's always been a thing here, though. You yeah, know, like yeah. This, we've uh, never
0: been an advertising It's only place. word of mouth Alan, ever. Ellen's always been like, I'm just going to let the work, you know, do the talking. yeah, yeah.
1: And, uh, and it works like that. Yeah. Um, that's some old school shit. But, uh, but Shane, who was, uh, you know, he was in a band with my friend Jay, who I was working with. Uh, Sweet Jay. He, he, yeah, Shane was like the first professional tattooer that I ever met and I was probably 18 or 19. Yeah. And then it really was obvious to me. I fucked up. And, uh, right. at that time, my, you know, my ex at that time thought that I probably should just, uh, you know, give up tattooing and, and get a job job. Right. Um, you know, I had no idea what to do with right. my life. Uh,
0: so I went to EMT school at that time. Um, so if you ever get tattooed by Nate, and you're like, "Why does this dude know so much about anatomy, about sickness?" This dude, oh, I remember. You were on the precipice <laughs> about to be an EMT. Yeah, yeah. I remember 50 percent of it. Uh, I, you know, so, I, and this part is wild too because so, you know, you're you're and and you did it you were busting your ass you were doing like this crazy shit you know what i mean to be an emt yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember yeah, was sketchy
1: you know i was like not sleeping for days i would right you know because you were
0: going all the way from crawfordville to Perry. to yeah. Perry. yeah and you know to give you guys some context that ha- that's over hour and a half yeah. uh, about two hour drive yeah
1: i had like a i had like three hours a day drive time yep from where i lived in wakala i was living in uh east or west wakala and Mm. perry was southwest or excuse me i was living in west wakala and perry was southeast of where i was at um you know so it was an hour and a half there hour and a half back
0: and And so during all this you're still like got that bug you still wanted to tap
1: for sure and i was working at you know pizza hut and i was in a band and you know like i you know i it was hard to let go of it but i also felt like i didn't deserve tattooing you know sure. like it became really obvious to me that i uh, the things that i had done were unethical you know like this you were like,
0: almost like self-punishing yeah you, were like, I, you know what dude you crossed the line yeah tat gods will yeah. not accept you into the sky palace yeah dude. i had this like
1: ethical awakening at that time sure. where i i was like uh, i this was never the way i should have done this right and, you know i can i can blame not knowing. You know, being yeah. just ignorant to the reality yeah. all day long. And maybe some of that is accurate. But at the end of the day, like a,
0: a person that's really thirsty for this shit will seek out truth, you know. And, uh, and you know what, though? There's, there's less excuse now, right? Like sure, yeah, people like, that are doing this now, I'm like, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a way because we have so many resources. Yeah, you,
1: you know, you got the TV shows, the Internet, you know, Everything.
0: Instagram, TikTok, it, all this stuff. And, and, you know, what's crazy is like most tattooers, I'd say most aren't unreachable. Like, uh, one thing I always remember, it'll always stand out to me that kind of like, cause you know, when you first get into it, these are like gods. I remember being in awe of Alan, you know, even sure. you, when I started as the front desk guy here, just seeing you whip shit out, I was like, bro, Nate's not even a dude. He's a fucking machine. You're so sweet. He's a tap factory. <laughs> all right. Like you came like everybody. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I can never do this because, you know, I didn't want to tat when I first started. I was just happy cleaning shit up and being surrounded by the culture because this is an exciting thing to be around. Right. And, you know, it's crazy. So, you know, I remember when I, I, I did a small stint at Monument, another great shop here in town. Uh, I started my apprenticeship there, actually. And I'll never forget it. This dude comes in, right? Uh, you know, like and I'm, I'm telling you, you look like a child holding a broken toy and he's got his tattoo machine in his left hand. Power supply on the other. Cables are everywhere. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what are you fucking doing? And, I, and you know, when you're, when you're new to this, you're so defensive of it, right? Sure. So I'm like, what the fuck is this scratcher yeah, doing? I'm going to fucking swing
1: bring... on this guy. Yeah, I'm going to choke
0: him with his fucking clip cord. <laughs> yeah. uh, Craig takes him back. He goes, yeah, dude, I'm fucking, yeah, this is how it works. And I was like, what is Craig doing? son, uh-huh. un... He just gave his dude free info. Like, I'm working so hard to learn this, and you just gave him that. Sure. And Craig settled my hash real quick because I gave him some attitude. I was like, Hell yeah, bro, just gonna breed some scratchers. And he's like, Bro, that guy's not my competition. Right. And then it really hit me. He's like, at, at worst, you know, he'll like keep doing it for a while, fuck some people up, and stop. Right. At best, he goes, You know what? He came to the conclusion you did. There is a, a, a better way. And then what if he comes back and his art's amazing and he really took it serious? Sure, yeah. Then that's a dude I can hire. Right. You know, then that's a dude that, you know, I can say – that can say, yeah, Craig helped me.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's kind of like how I feel now. That's kind of why I'm like pretty nice to people that ask me shit. Sure. And I realize too, like you're really nice. You don't hide shit either. So when people – people don't realize like we're a lot more accessible than you might think. And, you know, I don't think any tattooer really needs to be put on a pedestal. We're people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We, I'm a, I'm literally just some
1: nerd. That's only good at drawing, you know, what bro, I mean? like, even that, you know, like objectively, you know, how, who, who's qualified yeah, who's to, to, to say rate we're rate good or know? bad. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, you know, uh, so I think now it goes, it circles around to the whole, like, you don't really have much of an excuse, like, and I still hold on to the, like, Scratchers aren't my competition. You know, when you're new sure. to this, you're like upset. But now that I'm older, I don't care, dude. Like, there's a market yeah. for everything. If you want a cheap tat, you'll you'll find the person that does it. If you want something that looks sick, you'll find it. Right. And uh, so and that goes into like you know you saying like, oh, maybe I didn't deserve it. Of course you did. You, you're you're in this unreal situation when you're somewhere. This culture doesn't exist. It's right. actually 45 minutes what east of you. You don't know I need mean? north. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. You know, so but what's cool is then you meet Shane, yeah, you're like, Damn, I need to get a tat now. I need a real tat. Yeah. So how did that come about?
1: Yeah, so I uh I remember thinking like, Fuck man, I just want to know this guy, you know? Yeah, and, of course,
0: because uh, this is like yeah. your your beacon, like he's not like the other place. Right, right. And yeah. you know, like and, like and Shane, you know, exudes. Tat guy shit Yeah, yeah He was like, he got, covered in tats Has the beard Yeah, I
1: remember thinking He was like, God I remember thinking He was, he probably hated me, you know and, Right, and, right You know, and, and Shane's pretty shy And I, I think I misconstrued His shyness for right. hostility you know? Sure The first few times I met him uh, you know, through shows and stuff, I was like, "Oh yeah, this guy fucking hates me." <laughs> yeah, know? like I am literally. You know, the t- someone had explained to me the term "Scratcher." Yeah, or, or "Kitchen Wizard," something like right, that. Right, right, right. I kitchen remember thinking magician. like, "Oh, I'm literally a fucking uh, yeah. Like a, I'm his I'm, enemy. I'm vermin. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm A horrible person. You know, and this guy at some point scab, is gonna dude. hit me with a neck. You know, yeah. in the neck with a bottle. You know, and uh, uh, but at some point, you know, like we, you know, we played enough shows and we near each other enough that uh. The, you know, the ice kind of broke, and we were able to, to deal with each other. Also, during that time frame, I was not tattooing at all. Uh, right. There was a, you know, while I was in EMT school, I, uh, you know, I had that, like, ethical awakening. And, sure. and I was like, I shouldn't do this, period. You know, right, like right. A, you know I'm lucky no one's gotten sick yet. You right. Know? Like, uh, no one has ha- had... Uh, a staph infection or something, you know? And I'm
0: sure the more you're learning about stuff, yes, at EMT, literally. you're like, wow, yeah. this is the shit I could have done. For sure. You
1: know? Yeah.
0: Which and is funny. That's coming from someone. in now let's just say the medical field. And when people think we're exaggerating on our, our, so again, like I don't care if you're doing it at home, like I can't stop you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. none of my business, but like ethically speaking, you shouldn't because alcohol doesn't kill everything. Right, right. A lot of these young kids kind of, you know, they, they like to throw these like kind of, I call them Tumblr buzzwords, like uh gatekeeping. Yeah. And there's a time and a place for that word when people sure. really are being jerks, yeah, but yeah. like if I'm telling you you're doing something unethical and unsafe, yeah. I'm not gatekeeping. I'm like, i like, bro, I just don't want you to give your friends sex. Yeah,
1: you should care. You know, like, like you're, you should care enough about the people that you're, you're putting your hands on to at least make sure that they're safe. You know? Right. And uh, you know, like you could think of it like sex. You know, like if it, you know, if it's a stranger, uh, you know, uh, with you know, meeting with a stranger. Uh, you know, you don't have the context to know that this situation is safe. So you have to be, you know, vastly cautious. sanitary That's and, 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 and yeah. redundant with every aspect of your setup and you know, skin preparation. And there's still a gamble even when you do everything right. Absolutely. Know? When that person leaves your experience with them. Who knows what they're going to expose themselves to no when they, idea, when they yeah. leave? You know, it's uh, it's 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 so much more than even a two-way street. Sure. Uh, you know, I think back then I was, you know, I would just sew people up and, and probably hit them with alcohol.
0: Yeah. Know. Oh shit. Yeah. And and as far
1: as like, you know, when I was doing the guitar string needle thing, you know, You're keep just in wiping mind, them with alcohol. Well, we I would just get a new one every time, but yeah. it's still it's a guitar string that's only been exposed to alcohol. You know. Right. Right. You know, the, yeah. I was
0: never sanitized. The, I, I never... mean, the
1: pen tube that you know the 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 needle is writing in it was just it was a new one out of a pack that I pulled the innards out of, but right. I didn't do anything to it, you know? Right, like, yeah, it was
0: never like...
1: Yeah, so however sanitary the factory is, that's how sanitary yeah, the yeah. tattoo was you
0: know? yeah there's some dude smoking over yeah. it so you
1: don't know who knows man it's coming out of who knows where you know Ooh, like uh, is anyone washing their hands I have right. no idea <laughs> yeah. you know? we were using like a, a, a Subway sandwich artist gloves you know right? that's what we had I, oh, yeah. I mean I've literally used a Winn-Dixie bag as a glove before because yeah. really, that's what was available because it was a barrier yeah. Yeah, yeah it was
0: available and it was a barrier yeah. So, all right, so now you and Shane are on better yeah. terms. You're, you're feeling more confident. Yeah, and, and, I, and, know, and I, was,
1: so, I was seeing all this, like, sick black and gray he was doing back then. Yeah. You know, like, I'll, I'll forever say, you know, the black and gray Shane was doing back then was some of the best in Tallahassee, period. Yeah. Because a lot of people were going really light with their saturation, but he was actually using black in his composition. It, yeah. It looked really good, you know. He would also have line weight, and that was before a lot of people were even thinking about that. You know, yeah. like, he would set up, like, a... Uh, like a loose seven and a tight five, and he would right. actually
0: do that. You know, like he would do yeah, like, the face with a type five. And you know, that's great- That's blowing my mind because I remember seeing tattoos when I started getting tattooed, and really, a lot of these guys used like a loose seven, like on everything. Yeah, for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lou,
1: seven and seven. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. loose seven and seven mag, and that was the whole tattoo, and, and it he, looks great like that. You
0: know, but, right? But he, he, you know, unknowingly unlocked this. Yeah, he was, new yeah. kind of uh, idea, basically. Yeah, unfortunately, I was able
1: to, you know. Get these tattoos from him in that time period, and yeah. you know they were, you know, and all you know I was nineteen or twenty, and you know that, you know I've never had self confidence. I've never liked how I looked, you know, and yeah. the only thing about me in my life that I liked was the tattoos that Shane had done on me at that time, you know, and yeah. having an opportunity to like watch that process,
0: sure. you know,
1: and it, you know I can't. I, I'm sure it came up at some point, you know. Oh, you're watching, you know that kind of thing. Um, You know.
0: And, of it, course, like, how could you not?
1: Right, yeah. Did Especially because it was like watching a slam dunk competition, you know. I'm like, oh. Right. It's the like an N one video oh, tattooing. Oh, look at the wings. Yeah. Look, the wings are sick. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit. my God, that's a tight seven. Shit. shit. Yeah, it was, it was wild, you know. So, you know, of course, I'm glued to it yeah. and learning at the same time. And, yeah. And at some point that came up and, you know, I think I expected him to, you know, maybe be a gatekeeper. But he, he never was. You yeah. Know? And I never... You know before that time I always felt like he should be right and then this situation happens and I don't you know I don't know what I did to like uh earn that from him but he you know he was never that way towards me if right. anything it was absolutely the opposite uh I remember I had an appointment with him to get, like, a long, you know, black and gray piece, and he only had time to outline me that day. Mm-hmm. And he'd already set up a shader, and he's like, do you, you want to take that, that needle and tube home, you know? Yeah. And I never really had used, like, a, an actual mag before that, right. you know? So I'm like, uh, I mean, I mean if yeah, you just going to Yeah, at this point, you only out. had
0: guitar strings.
1: Yeah, guitar strings. And then, like, uh, so, like, around that time with Shane, I, you know, like, when I was 18, I ordered some equipment, uh, through the mail mm-hmm. from a company in Oklahoma called Big Daddy's Tattoo Supply. Hell yeah. And this kid that I met at a gas station was the one that told me about him, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. And he had the fucking business card. And what you do is you write to them and they send you a catalog. And then you fill out the catalog and write him a check and you mail it back. And then like two months later, yeah, gear comes in the mail. Damn. And, you know, there was like a slot on there. You have to like write like a shop name. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. And I just like. Made up some shit. You know? <laughs> what did you name your shop? So, so the, the the second time around, I had what I thought was the sickest name. Yes, the listen. new tribe. So, if that yeah. lends any any uh, idea to like the style of stuff that was like happening a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. It's probably 2002. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I can't remember what the first one was. I think it was just like Nate tattoos or something. Right, right. Nate's Tattoos. because it's like my name and my parents' address, literally. Right, right. And. uh but yeah, I got my first like gear from from that company in Oklahoma, yeah. and uh, you know I had no idea tattooing was illegal in Oklahoma at that
0: time. You know? Right? So, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it so, was.
1: Ta- it was illegal for a long time. Yeah. So who knows what what that was like but yeah i got this gear in the mail and i had no idea what to do with it i had no yeah. idea it was just the weirdest looking shit you know I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm used to this thing that you plug into a wall and it just goes you know yeah yeah and now i've got like a you know springs and uh you know an armature and you know Coils, you gotta yeah you gotta know, turn this contact screw to get it to hit right and of course they do this smart ass shit where they send you your shit broken yeah and you got to be able to put it together you know oh, shit. and that's genius absolutely but also it's like you know Yeah, for you, you're like, God damn it. If you're going to sell to anybody... You know, maybe maybe don't be like that. I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, but uh, but I yeah, I remember thinking like, there's no way to even make this thing run. Yeah. And uh, that kid Barbucci that I worked with, he's like, just, I don't know, turn it up. So yeah, <laughs> we that's had, like tattooing one yeah, to one though, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. Turn that? it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like So the the contact screw was bent all the way horizontal, right? Yeah. And the spring is resting on the binding post.
0: Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: got like almost like a I don't know three quarters of an inch of travel on this machine. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just way too much. And he's like, fuck, I don't know, turn it up. And, and the power supply I had was like the old banana clip style. Yeah. Where you've got these, like, interrupters that plug into each channel into the yeah. power supply. And uh, and it went up to 18 volts. So I was literally tattooing with almost an inch of throw with a broken machine on 18 volts. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, and, and that was, like, the only way I could even make a mark. And honestly, it was hitting so soft, it was still kind of superficial. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I would sit there and, like... Repass a line like six times to try to make man. it solid enough. And, of course, I'm doing tribal, you know.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. You know, so it's a nightmare. Just, you know? Yeah, absolute bloodbath. Yeah,
1: literally. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So And that was before, you know, that was yeah. before finding out about euphoria and before sure. me and Shane.
0: So Shane gives you this tube. He yeah. gives you this.
1: Yeah, and I went home and I immediately used it. You know, I had like, a, a, like this thing I'd roughed out on my leg, like from, you know, high school age. Yeah, yeah uh and i uh i was like well i fucking figure out how to shade real quick yeah. you know and uh and i did that shit and uh i was like oh okay well uh that was really fun it's not good yeah and uh but you know maybe i can get good um uh, yeah. and uh i think that was like the only tattoo that i did during the time frame of being in emt school mm-hmm. i did this uh uh thing on my on my thighs skull and wings thing um but uh but yeah and then uh i met my wife we were dating during around that time period and mm-hmm. she was super supportive of me tattooing uh oh, yeah. not like my ex you know my ex wanted me to have like a job job and my wife was uh an,
0: an art student at that time and so she knew what it's like to not want to do the yeah, the binary the nine to five yeah, you
1: know, the square type uh, thing you know and uh she's like well you should do it
0: you know and she she supported me that's so sick see i i it. i uh I had that weird, you know, I'm not going to name names, but, you know, I had I was dating someone during my apprenticeship at first and it was tumultuous because, I I mean, I don't know if it was like selfishness or lack of awareness of how hard it is to get an apprenticeship. Right, right. You know, they weren't supportive. They were like, what if you fail? Right. And that sucked to hear like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to not fail. And well, you know, there's the chance you can't be good at it. And like, that would have been so sick to have someone just say, I believe in you. Yeah and that's sometimes all you really need and so like that's so sick that Steph was just like you know what dude absolutely fuck her you know what I mean you have this opportunity obviously like you're someone that like so many people believe in because like Sometimes, you know, when the ability isn't there, the hard work kind of yeah. beats when you don't yeah, have you, the natural talent. For but, sure, yeah.
1: You can carve You can carve a niche, you know? Absolutely. You know, and, and, like, if you can develop consistency and have a good work ethic, it'll show, you know? In
0: your case, though, you do have talent, though. You know what I mean? Um,
1: yeah,
0: by uh, yeah, the comic book shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, but, the, but it still plays up yeah, to yeah. what you do now. It's crazy sure. to see your style now because you can see the comic influence. Sure. You can see all the prison influence. Yeah, like, yeah. You can see all that kind of mold into yeah, what like you a, do today yeah, it's like
1: a rough buffet of uh, a bunch of stuff that probably shouldn't share a plate you know? <laughs> but uh, but it works yeah i get well i get lucky a lot you know like i really do i uh
0: you're too humble man
1: yeah i, I don't know and i so and I, I love this job you know like i uh i can't believe i get to like live in this reality you know
0: we were just talking about that it's crazy like you know i've been kind of going through this like this falling in love with what i do every day and you know it's like you know, I heard someone say the other day, and it's like, yeah, I can't believe people come in here and are upset. Like, not here, here, but this industry. Yeah. Like, how do you – like, what? I just walked across the street, fucking grabbed a delicious-ass burger. I just – you know, we just tattooed Kenny. Yeah, yeah. And what did we just do this whole time? We're just, you like, fuck, hanging out you with came, fucked friends. around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We fucking high-fived, made jokes, listened to Hate Breed. It was fantastic. And just had such a sick day. Yeah. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just made, what, like, more – I made in – one and a half hour tattooing my buddy more than some people make in three days Sure, yeah. like we're really lucky and you know obviously money for me isn't the end game but the fact that you know i'm doing something so sick that allows me to live the life that i do you know like
1: yeah
0: uh we're, we're truly super lucky so to get back on track a little bit so now you did this like now you got your experience with a shader you got a mag yeah and I'm sure you're feeling fired up, right? Like you did that. You're
1: like, Oh man. So around that time, you know, that kind of set up me deciding that, like, I know, like I, I was kind of like in this position of trying to forgive myself for, for doing stuff and maybe the wrong direction. Um, but I remember thinking, you know, like maybe, maybe I can, uh, maybe I can earn this in some way, or maybe I can prove that maybe I deserve to do this the right way. Um, and yeah, I was fired up for sure, man. So, you know, at that time I, uh, I made it my goal to be tattooing as often as I possibly could be. Uh, you know, I'd already set up these sketchy connections with equipment providers, you know, so like I had access to good stuff. Yeah. I just didn't know, you know, uh, you know, I was still absolutely brand new to doing it with, with quality equipment and uh, applying it in a way that it would like, you know, uh, look consistent and, 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 uh, you know be something that you should shouldn't be embarrassed right the show uh and, and so yeah like i was still working at pizza hut i was still in a band you know i had my yeah. my girlfriend who is now my wife uh um but uh yeah i i, I made it a uh the highest priority that i possibly could at that time mm-hmm. and i started trying to elevate what i was doing you know so right. like drawing constantly you know with with a focus of tattooing not just right. doodling superheroes right. and that kind of thing you know right, it was right. uh you know, like, you know what, I'm going to draw 20 skulls and roses. I'm just going to do yeah. 20
0: pages of skulls and roses and I'm just going to fucking do it. Which is so wild because that is something you would tell, like, an apprentice sure, to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, man, I need you to draw this much. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, a lot of people don't understand that, like, being good at art doesn't necessarily equal... Being good at tattooing. Making Absolutely. Making good tattoo Yeah, for art. sure. You know. So, yeah. But that's awesome. Uh, that's an awesome foundation to start from. So, one of my favorite stories, which is, you know leads into kind of like the path we're already going, is the day, you know, you got the call. Yeah, yeah. So set that up because I know you weren't in a great place. Yeah. And I think anybody that wants to break into this and you really want it, and, you know, there's days where it just feels like it's never going to happen. Sometimes even during your apprenticeship, you feel like your boss is never going to let you get a machine. Right. So I, I love this story because you know, it's just one of those like fuck yeah kind of things. So set it up. Yeah. Shit sucks. You're still going trying to be an EMT. So like this was probably a year after that and mm-hmm. I
1: was and and I, I decided to not be an EMT because I knew I couldn't survive it. Like gotcha. I knew that I didn't have the strength to even have that life. You right. Know? To to not sleep for two days. Right. And then still have a, a good relationship with my family. You right. Know? Because the people around me really, you know, struggled with that and it was their career to do that. You yeah. And I'm like a 19 year old, 20 year old kid.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I decided to not take that path. And I decided to try to, uh, figure out how to tattoo in a way that like could preserve ethics, but also still be me on my own path. Sure. Um, uh, but yeah, I, uh, but I was also struggling with a lot of depression and negativity. You know, I was financially just destitute for that whole time period, you know, from before I was an adult until this time period, you know, it was always a a struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, like I didn't have dependable transportation, you know, my power would get cut off constantly. Sure. Uh, But I was a client here at that time, you know, I'd probably gotten tattooed at Euphoria like 10 or 15 times, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, from when I was like 19 until I was 22. but yeah, and uh, my friend Ken was apprenticing here at that time. Really, when Ken become became the apprentice at the shop, it was when I I really understood that like, i I fucked up as big as you can fuck up with this, and right. I would probably never have an opportunity to do this appropriately. Right. Um,
0: because I remember so thinking like, as low like, as it feels, man. Yeah, you yeah. know, like
1: I'm, I'm I'm seeing this person who is. You know, like he 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 took the dive and he he nailed it. He got right. it. You know, he was given this gift.
0: He came you know? to the Holy Land before
1: you did. For sure. Yeah. You know, and I had. You know, I didn't know that you can fucking ask for that. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I thought maybe it was
0: something that was offered to you, and I don't. And right. Maybe it
1: was. I don't. I don't know. You know. Yeah, of course, you don't have yeah.
0: the. You don't know. Everything you yeah. learned was yeah, from I was, I was prison living, letters and yeah, TV.
1: Yeah, I was a client at that time. Yeah. But so anyways, like,
0: uh, all right. So damn, Ken.
1: Yeah. So I had this. Uh, I had this like. Uh, I had this, like, wake up call where, I, you know, I was just, so, I was so tired of feeling like I was feeling, and uh, I I was having a hard time paying my rent that month, mm-hmm. and I, I finally got to the point where I was like, fuck, I gotta ask my parents to try to, you know, maybe they can help me pay pay my rent for this month, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I called my mom, I was like, hey, can I come talk to you, and she's like, sure, you can, you know, just swing by, you know, so I drive to Wakala, and uh, I come in the house and she's watching uh, this movie called Amistad. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen that movie, you, you know, you definitely should give it a spin. Um, but it was nuts because it was just in this moment, I'm just feeling so negative And just like my life is in crisis and it's constantly right. in flux and I have no control over my happiness. Right. And then I'm watching this movie of of, of literal, you know, people being stolen from their homeland and put in a boat. And they right. brought to America to be sold as slaves. And right. uh, it was like it just clicked. I was like. What the fuck am I whining about? Like, my, right. like, I'm free. I can just go outside. Right. I'm so... I can... Like, my legs work. I'm not in right, a wheelchair. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, my, my eyes see and my tongue can right. taste and I can make sounds with my mouth. Like, holy shit, my life is fucking amazing. I'm broke. Right. But it could be worse, yeah. Fuck yeah, you know, like, get another job, you know? Right. Like, and, you know, I don't know, I always kind of felt like that was impossible in Wakala, you know, to get a second job. Right. When you have your, you know, hand tattooed and shit. Sure. um, But really, I hadn't put the effort into it, let's be honest. Right, you you just counted
0: yourself out.
1: Yeah, but I was, and I was also, you know, that was in this time period where I was just focused on trying to become a good tattooer on my own path. Right. uh, Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I go, and, sh- you know, she's watching this movie. I end up sitting there just eating popcorn with her, watching this whole movie, you yeah. know, getting this massive reality check that I really needed. I desperately needed right. this shit, you know. And, uh, you know, the movie's over. She's like, what did you need to talk about? And I was like, nothing, man. I, I, I'm, t- yeah, I just, thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah, you know, just want to say what's up you to know, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so the very next day, I talked to uh, a guy that I was in a band with, and he worked at a t-shirt printing company. And uh, he was like, well, I could probably get you a job interview. You know, some, you know I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but, yeah. So, yeah, I went down there, and, and I had it in my head that I would get this job and have Pizza Hut at nighttime, and I would save and save and save. Right. And then I was going to try to move to Tampa and try to get an apprenticeship the right way. Right. And my sister was getting tattooed at a shop down there, and uh, I guess they had said, hey, well, you know, we'll apprentice him. If he if he can get his ass down here, we'll apprentice him.
0: Fuck yeah. Holy so shit.
1: I had this itinerary, and, I, you know, I'm I'm feeling – you know, I'm feeling true happiness, you know. Absolutely. I, I, I feel like I have a a, a trajectory that may or Yellow may not Yellow brick road just opened yeah. itself up to you. You know, they know my whole story and yeah. they're not, you know, they don't feel trepidation about it. Chances are not, they probably got into it the same as you. Sure. Especially or, back or then. maybe they thought they were going to get a ton of cash from me, you know I mean? Right, hell yeah. We
0: got this cash cow. Yeah. This dude's already doing art. Yeah, Let's for sure. Because
1: I would have, you know, if they would said, yeah, you give us 10 grand, we'll apprentice you. I would have done it in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, I, you know, it, it, you know, I didn't know what I know now. You know? Sure, sure. Um but yeah, so I go and I interview at the t shirt place, they offer me a position, you know, I'm all like dressed up and shit. Yeah. Uh you know, I feel like I, I feel like I've already won, you know. Holy shit, it's happening. You know, I just need to truck it out for another year.
0: And right, the steps are there, in place. You know? Hell yeah.
1: And uh I was on a, i was on Cloud Nine, you know, and I I, I was like, you know what I mean, I'm gonna grab some pizzas, I'm gonna go say hi to the guys at Euphoria. Yeah. So I go to Gumby's and grab a couple of pies and uh, I stop by the shop and I hear all this like banging going on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And uh, all of the guys were in the booth room on Game Street smashing floor tiles to to get it ready to be, uh, you know, to expand the shop. Yeah. And, you know, I show up with these pizzas, I'm all dressed nice, and yeah. I'm like, what the? What are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we're making the, you know, we're getting the floor ready for for booths in here. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sick. Uh, you guys want some help? You know, and they're like, yeah, fucking grab a hammer. Fuck yeah. It was like the coolest day of my life. You know, we're just yeah. literally just destroying these yeah. floor tiles. I remember Kane literally cut
0: his eye <laughs> with a piece of tile just flying across the room. In background, Kane is actually, who is why I'm tattooing, yeah. actually. He was my connection to the shop. Sure uh Kane also now tattooing at uh the famous Smith Street in New York yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. uh you know so shout out to our fucking really good friend we miss you a ton miss you dude if for some reason you listen to this um yeah so, damn, so y'all are fucking the shop it's up. So you got your tight. pizzas, yeah, but you're I'm, I'm so like, stoked. I'm, like, dressed nice and totally gross. <laughs> yeah, you know?
1: yeah. And, you know, we got pizzas, and uh, there's, like, a keg of beer. At, before that, Alan was putting on shows in that room. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and to my knowledge, before that day, that was still what that space was for. Yeah. So we've got this, like, keg of beer and a kegerator. Yeah, hell
0: um, yeah. And
1: we're all just kind of, you know, chugging beers and smashing the floor up. Yeah. And, uh, just tat shot shit. You know, and at one point, you know, like, the, the, you know, the vibe kind of chills out, and we're just kind of hanging out drinking, and... Uh, uh Alan uh Alan says, Hey, so are you uh you think it's uh you're ready to co- uh, start tattooing here? And I thought he was talking to Kane. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I look up at McCain. I'm like, oh, I'll shit, it's the moment, you know. McCain's yeah, looking at me with this silly look on
0: his face. <laughs> I can already tell, I'm like, bro. Lot, are dude. you, like,
1: paying attention? And he's like, are you paying You know, I, I don't yeah. I
0: remember how we said it, but. Right, right. But I, there's this weird comical, yeah. like, are you listening? Are yeah, yeah. you listening? And I yeah. realize everyone's
1: staring at me, and I'm just oh, sitting shit. here sweating, you know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of drunk, you know. Right. And a little buzz. I'm like, are you fucking talking to me right now? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man. And I was like, holy fucking shit. You know, yeah. I was like, yes, forever. You know, like, I, I can't say yes hard
0: enough, but. Right. You right know? if there was a word stronger yeah. than yes i was like i gotta
1: call my mom you know like, yeah, or, yeah. so i'm like standing on the sidewalk drunk sweaty, <laughs> crying calling my mom to yeah. tell her, like oh my god like the best thing in my life has just happened you know yeah and uh i couldn't believe it you know i uh i still can't believe it i, I you know i don't know you know and i've never talked to alan about like what was the thing that i did that you know like right. w- at what point were you like you know no longer fuck this scratcher
0: right and then like yeah maybe i'll give this guy a shot you know it's you know crazy though like that's funny because, honestly, I've I've never even asked him about me. Like, I was never like, why did you give me a second chance? Because, you know, I did something wild you don't do a lot. I left. Yeah. Got my apprenticeship somewhere else. It didn't work out. And then you came back. I came back. <laughs> and, you know, Alan did this thing where, you know, he, like, let me hang. And maybe it was for 10 seconds. Maybe it was five. Yeah. But in my head, it was hours yeah, yeah. of you know, and, you know, like, Alan, if anything, he, he's an old school guy, so he respects handshakes, eye contact, yeah. and, uh, and he, transparency. He, yeah, and he works off of his gut, you
1: know. And, right. And 90% of the time, it's absolutely the right move. Right. And, you know, and, 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 you know 10% of the time, you know, maybe. You yeah, know, every now and then there's a little, yeah, like, maybe meh. you think about it a little longer, you know.
0: But with that being said, I just I'll never forget it. I was like, man. You know, uh, you know what? I don't even need to f- for you to finish my apprenticeship if I can just have my front desk job back because right. I still just wanted to be in the shop. Sure. I didn't even care if Alan was like, fuck the But, yeah, you can be, you know, the shop guy again. Right. I was happy with that. And I was like, but I'm still going to draw and I'm good. I'll move to get my apprenticeship. I really came back with the intention to draw. Have sick flash so when I can go shop myself around, someone would want me. And I wouldn't just be some dude off the street. I'd be a dude who learned in a shot. Sure. And dude, like, Alan just stared at me. I couldn't tell what he was thinking. I thought he he could have hugged me or punched me. I could never tell you. Sure. Phone rings. And he just hands me the phone. (laughs) And he goes, all right, well, the apprentice answers the phone. And I just was and i can relate it's that like holy shit i can't believe i mean this is where i wanted to apprentice in the first place right you know the only reason i ever left was he's like i'm never apprenticing anyone again yeah
1: yeah like there was a lot of stuff going on in the in the mix emotionally that you know made him feel like that and honestly i get
0: it yeah and he
1: still felt like that like when when we were pushing for kate to right yeah you know because i uh but
0: that was a gut thing for him too and it was the right choice yeah you
1: you know he was hurt you know but you know you know it's all water under the bridge at this point absolutely but, you know at that time i think he was uh i think he was so tied up emotionally in, in, sure. in that feeling that it was just something
0: right like why invest in somebody yeah, else but, why
1: why maybe go through this again you know that's the you know the reason people stay single for you know, right years you know now he's to like clap. god damn it
0: so kate left and came back why won't Luis just fucking leave <laughs> <laughs> hey guys so unfortunately that's where the interview got cut off um You know for next time i will set a timer and i will be a tad more organized so for the time being uh you didn't miss out on nate's sign off um so really if i could just leave you with anything uh and you know i'm sure nate would approve of this um the last thing he said unfortunately before this thing kind of cut out on me was just you know spreading positivity you know being as positive as we can and you know that we can muster through times like this, you know. Everything's been so tumultuous and we're all being pulled apart in just so many directions and you know, your your feelings are 100% valid, you know. Being upset is valid, being angry, all that is valid. But at, you know, at the end of the day um it you know, it's just uh it's hard to hold on to that. You know, it's draining and I can tell you from experience from someone that holds on to negativity, it doesn't do anything but, you know, wear you down. You know, anything you can do to help fight that off, you know, as long as it's constructive um, to you, you know, and whatever your definition of constructive is, you know, do your best to do that, you know, do your best to treat the people in your life, the best of your abilities. And you know, don't forget to take time for yourself. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. Hopefully, uh, we can keep doing these. Uh, I've been having a blast. Nate's an interesting guy, amazing tattooer. Um, Nate also will be Possibly deleting his social media, um, The hopefully the more these COVID numbers go down and we get to, uh, you know, whatever the new normal will be. Uh, he has expressed interest in kind of just getting off the grid. So when things are normal and it's safe, Nate will prefer people come down and see him. Um, if you can't come down, you're not in the area. You can always feel free to check out his Instagram while it's still there at uh, Nate. Euphoria at gmail.com Sorry for the background noise. My dog is deciding to uh, interrupt a little bit. That's fine, Gannon. You can do whatever you want, bro. You're an adult. Um, so, yeah. You can always find him on Instagram for now. Uh, at Nate Barnes Tattooer, and drop him a line. Check his workout. He's an amazing tattooer. Awesome story. Great time. And You know, let me know if there's anyone you'd be interested in uh, having me talk to. I'd love to reach out to some people and, you know, talk to them and see what's going on. Till then, you guys have a great night and hopefully you stuck it out this long. Take it easy. Bye-bye.